Greetings, ghouls and gals. The holiday season is upon us. You know, the one that involves making merry instead of being spooky. However, there is in fact plenty of spooky to be found this time of year. For example, today, November 30th, is St. Andrew's Day. And it's on this day that the people of Romania once thought was the busiest night of the year for vampires. The night before is known as Night of the Vampire. It's been compared to Halloween, though with less pumpkins and more garlic. Now continuing our holiday travels, we arrive in Wales, where we meet the Merry Lewid. This folk tradition from Wales involves a hobby horse that is mounted on a pole and carried by someone hidden underneath. Then with a group of people, usually in costumes as well, often things such as Punch and Judy, they travel door to door with her, caroling, sometimes demanding payment in the form of drink and food for their performance. You might be thinking, okay, that's a bit odd, but not really spooky. You see, the head of the horse is an actual horse skull. Now they put lights or Christmas ornaments or baubles in the eye socket. And her mane is often made with holly and ivy. And a white cloak falls from her skull, which is attached to a pole held up by the person inside of it. Now they control what they consider its mischievous nature, often snapping their bony jaw at you. So we have a skeleton horse that travels door to door, snapping at people at Christmas. Yeah, so I don't know how you would feel about that, but if that showed up on my doorstep, I'd be more than happy to give them all the drink and food they wanted and brace for the nightmares to follow. Oh, we're just getting started. Santa Claus, psh, the least interesting holiday character. In the folklore of Bavaria and Austria, Perchta was said to roam the countryside during winter and enter people's homes during the 12 days of Christmas. She would know, without the use of a list, if the children and servants had behaved and worked hard all year. If they had, she would appear as a beautiful maiden, and she might leave a small silver coin and a shoe or pail to be found the next day. But if they hadn't behaved, she appeared as an ugly old hag, and she would, get this, slit their bellies open, remove their stomach and guts, and stuff them with straw and pebbles. She was also very interested to see that girls had spun all of their flax and wool during the year. If not, belly slit, stuffed full of straw. She would also do the slit the belly and stuff full of straw on anyone who ate anything but her chosen meal on feast day which was a traditional meal of fish and gruel. Now, this meal does not sound appealing to me at all, but you better believe I would have been asking for seconds to avoid having, you know, my belly slit and be stuffed full of straw and pebbles. So that's a fun holiday tradition. Now, let me introduce you to the Greek Christmas goblins. That's right, they have Christmas goblins. And they're known as the Kalkanzari. They only come out at night and are afraid of the sun and fire. They enter houses any way they can, through windows, down chimneys, through keyholes, 
or any cracks they might find in walls or around doors. And once they're inside, they cause absolute havoc. Rather than being evil demons, they're considered impish and stupid. I personally still wouldn't want them creeping around my house. They spend the entire year trying to chop the world tree down to destroy mankind and make the earth collapse. But when they are about to finish, every year Christmas dawns and they are able to come to the surface. So they forget about the tree and come out to bring trouble to mortals. They stay above ground all the way up to Epiphany, January 6th, after which they are banished back to the underground realm. It's then that they discover the world tree has, of course, regrown, and they start the whole process all over again. See? Stupid. Now let me introduce you to Frau Gauden. Followed by her pack of phantom dogs, she once haunted the streets of German-speaking Europe during the 12 days of Christmas. If she found a house with an open door, she would send in one of her dogs, which the residents would find impossible to drive away. If they killed the dog, it would turn into a stone, and no matter where they put the stone or how far away they threw it, it would always come back at night as a whimpering dog, bringing them bad luck throughout the year, until Frau Gauden returns to collect the dog the following Christmas. In Iceland, there's the Yule Lads, something that sounds incredibly cute and fun, but no. You see, in modern times, the lads have become more family-friendly, and considered more pranksters than anything else. But like all things in folklore, they of course have a much, much darker beginning. Before becoming the cute, human-like jokesters they are now, they were monstrous and mean, misshapen and malformed, and truly terrorized children, sometimes stealing them along with anything else they took a fancy to. They came down out of the mountains one by one during the 13 days leading to Christmas, until the town was overrun. They are the children of an equally monstrous creature, a giantess known as Grilla, who not only terrorizes children, but loves to eat them. And let's not forget about the family pet, the Yule Cat, who enjoys eating children that have not received new clothing to wear on Christmas, not the family you want to have come visit you for the holidays. As you can see, there are countless dark holiday beings. Those were only a few, but the one to most recently capture our attention and imagination has to be that not-so-jolly pal of St. Nick, Krampus. Thanks to various movies and TV shows, this creature has gained quite a fan base outside his traditional stomping grounds. He is a half-goat, half-demon monster. It punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. As the devilish companion of St. Nicholas, Krampus is believed to have originated in Germany, with his name deriving from the German word Krampen, which means claw. The creature and St. Nicholas are said to arrive the evening of December 5th, Krampus night. And while St. Nicholas rewards nice children by leaving presents, Krampus beats those who are naughty with branches and sticks. And if that's not bad enough, sometimes he eats them or kidnaps them, puts them in his bag, and takes them back to hell with him. On December 6th, St. Nicholas Day, children awaken to find their gifts or nurse their injuries. If they aren't in hell, of course. I'm not too sure what those kids are doing. 
Now, one of the traditional festivities is the Krampus run. This often involves alcohol and people dressed as Krampus parading through the streets, scaring spectators and chasing them. A tradition alive and well today. If you've never Googled Krampus night in Austria, I highly recommend doing so immediately. It's absolutely wild. The costumes are incredible and terrifying and just on an entirely different level. They look like they've walked off a movie set or your darkest nightmares. I really hope to get to visit a proper Krampus run in the near future. However, until I can get there, I do have the LA Krampus run. This weekend is my favorite holiday event here in LA. Seasons Screamings. And it is just as much fun as it sounds like. The festival aims to bring that dark Yuletide joy to the world and stretch spooky season out for as long as possible, which, of course, I'm a huge fan of. If you're in L.A., I highly recommend grabbing a ticket. There are hundreds of local spooky vendors, winter holiday-themed haunted houses, cutely named the Hall of Yuletide Spirits, celebrities, performances, and, of course, L.A.'s Krampus Run. Now, if you're not in L.A., don't despair. There are Krampus Runs that now take place in almost every major city in the U.S. That's how popular this guy has become. I mean, who wants to sit on Santa's lap when you can run from Krampus? I myself am a huge fan of Krampus, and I'm super excited to go to the Krampus run. I even have a dress with Krampus himself on it just for the occasion. I will, of course, be posting tons of photos on my Instagram, so stay tuned. And however you celebrate this month, based on the above stories, lock your doors, buy some new clothes, spin that wool. And keep a lookout for skeleton horses. After all, Krampus is coming to town. I hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble on. And if you loved it, please leave me a review and consider joining my Patreon for even more content or sending me a cup of coffee. You can find all those links in the show notes and on my Instagram at The Witch Voice. Until next time, stay wicked. Oh.